Hello. Hi, is this Rita? I think it is. How are you? Wonderful, Rita. Thanks for taking a little time out with us. Of course. Happy to do it. Let's let's be entertaining. Well, I'll try on my end. I think it comes easier on your end. No, I'm going to put on my entertaining hat. And wait, okay, now it's on. Rita, we start every interview with the same two questions. One, where are you? I am in um, California looking at the ocean. And second, what are you wearing? Oh, good. This is a good question because I'm wearing a skirt that I bought in Macy's in Honolulu. Um, and because it was on sale and I'm always looking for a bargain. And it was a day where if you use your Macy's card, you get an extra 10% off. So I feel that I'm wearing something that is not only attractive but affordable. Show business hasn't changed you, has it? No. <laughs> My shirt comes from Marshalls. If you look through the... Um, the racks, you can find very, very good deals of last year's clothing. I just like, it just makes me happy to find something like that, right? You can go in and buy something that costs a zillion dollars, and no, that's not fun. No, because it's about the hunt. <laughs> it's the hunt, it's the score, it's the saving money when you're really spending money, it's the cash back in the mail when you get the coupon, it's the whole experience. I think you're right, because I bought a record player recently, so I've been out hunting down old vinyl, even all, all the old Big box stores have those old records all reproduced and out on the shelves and new. In fact, I always wanted expensive sunglasses, but um, I just couldn't do it because I lose them all the time. You know, and I said, you know, I went to this one place and they said, you know, here's a good place. Here's $375. I said, that's too much. And he said, what's your budget? And I said, I want sunglasses where I if I lose them, I don't want to kill myself. <laughs> so... You know, so then, you know, but I don't want the dime store ones because, you know, a dollar, that's no good either. So I found some discounted on, on the Internet, and they're from Tiffany's, and I've always wanted Tiffany's sunglasses, and they were $50. So they're coming. They're coming in the mail. I can't wait. Oh, yeah, looking forward to the mailbox. I know. It's good. I'm going to have my sunglasses. I'm so excited. I'm probably going to have a big scratch in the middle, but I don't care. Because <laughs> you got them for 50 bucks, right? <laughs> I got them for I'm not going to spend $375 on sunglasses. Maybe on, you know, laser surgery I'd spend that much, and so I could, didn't need the sunglasses, but not on the sunglasses. Something you can lose when you go into a store. I always thought I could, um, I could open up a store where sunglasses and umbrellas were always there, and I would never have to buy the inventory, so people <laughs> would leave them, and I would sell them. You know, I've often wondered that. When you go through TSA at the airport and they take your nail clippers and lighter, what happens to all that stuff? I think that would be a good business, an alternate business for me. I'll go on Shark Tank. What I do is I go and collect things that people have left all over the world, and I sell them, and I'm making a fortune. Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank will love it. Oh, I'm going to go do it. <laughs> we are so looking forward to seeing you. Get us caught up on what you've been up to for, for the last uh, several years. hundred years? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm raising a daughter. I'm married for 30 years. That's a long time. My daughter is 16, and I, I've always, what I did was I decided to um, opened a show with uh, Martin, who's a producer, my husband, in Las Vegas, and I did that for 13 years, so I could be around to annoy my daughter and say, why are you wearing that? You know, <laughs> things like that, and don't eat that, and do your homework. So I stayed and I did my show, and now she's 16, and she says it's okay if I go away, <laughs> so I'm traveling a little bit more. And in the meantime, um, Martin and I wrote a, a musical that we debuted last, about six months ago at a local playhouse, and it got picked up for New York, so I'm doing it in New York this summer, and I'm singing, I'm going back to my roots. I always say, I'm going to, back to my roots, but not my gray ones. <laughs> I'm going to sing and dance and in this musical in New York in the summer and try it out. You came in that early 80s wave of comedy. I'm thinking, you know, 
Robin Williams, Eddie Murphy. Timing. It seems like we've grown up with your comedy. I was in the, in the wave after that wave. But at the time, you were one of the first female stand-ups. Yeah, there are there are never a lot of them because it's a very, yeah, I think it's, this is um, with all of the women in Congress and all the women running for president and um, it's, and women starring in movies now that aren't gorgeous, glamorous models, they're actresses, and I just think it's a really great time for women. So I'm excited um, for my daughter also with the Me Too movement. No one can get away with things that they used to get away with, so there. So do you think Molly will follow in Mom's footsteps? I don't think so. She loves singing and songwriting, and um, in fact, I'll give her a plug. She and her friend, um, in fact, they're coming home. They're going to do a new cover today. They have a, a group on... Uh, no, a YouTube channel called 92629, and they're Molly and Peyton, and they do songs on the Internet, and they like, she writes songs, and, but who knows? I mean, I sit there, because, you know, I was on Broadway, and I, I, that's why I decided not to be a singer. I'd listen to all these great singers, and I'd say, oh, I'm never going to be that good. I better not do that. And now, I, you know, when you watch The Voice and all these things, there's things, people that are so phenomenal, and then I never hear about them again. So... It really has to be something that she wants to do because she loves it and not because, oh, you know, I'm going to be the next Halsey or whatever it is. I like Halsey, though. I think she's good. She's great. She was on Saturday Night Live this weekend. Isn't she good? I thought she was terrific. And I'm halfway through watching the Grammys. I fell asleep, but i got to turn it back on. I love Alicia Keys. I I just think it's a great time for women. I think we're a product of our times, and the Me Too movement just thrust all this forward that we have to deal with it. Absolutely. Let's... uh, Let's not sweep it under the rug anymore. I think the Jeff Bezos thing is the same thing. If something happens, put it out in the public and uh, deal with it. You know, don't hide things anymore. Rita, you strike me as quite the optimist, and I've had to find the silver lining in the difficult times that we find ourselves. It's hard because it's just like a little bit. you got to just really look. <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, the scab's ripped off. Now you got to deal with it, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just uh, you do the best with what you got. And try and try to make it better. And by the way, I don't do politics in my act, even though um, all of my viewpoints I know are correct. <laughs> awesome. So what can we expect out of a Rita Rudner show coming up here at the Improv this weekend? You've always done very smart comedy. and uh, I try because I'm not very smart, so it's hard to do. <laughs> well, by smart, Rita, I mean it's not heady and highbrow. It's just relatable. I mean, in just this few minutes, we've talked about saving money at the discount stores. Yeah, and you know what? On Tuesdays at Ross... Ross, they have, I call them Old Lady Tuesday because you get an extra 10%. That's my favorite time. <laughs> <laughs> and I always say to the lady at the cash register, or the man, because, you know, this is, everybody's allowed to work cash register. Uh, I always say to the person, don't forget, it's Old Lady Tuesday. And they say, it's the Tuesday Club. I say, okay, well, I like it, Old Lady Tuesday. <laughs> Everything's about branding. Yeah, Old Lady Tuesday. It's the Tuesday. No, it's not. It's Old Lady Tuesday. So what can we expect out of your set at the Improv this weekend? Well, it's everything that's going on in my life. And being um, an older, being married for 30 years, raising a teenager, trying to figure out technology, which I can't. And, um, you know, where's the cloud? What, you know, <laughs> how am I going to follow my daughter? Am I going to sneak into her room? You know, things that happen when, when people are just living everyday life. That's in my act. My dog right now, I just walked her and I gave her a good brush. She's got her winter coat on. And she's looking, and she's trying to get into the pool, because all my life I've wanted a pool, and now I have a pool. And But, you know, you're supposed to put them in the pool, and then they show them where the steps are in case they fall in, but she hates it so much. I've just been telling her where the steps are. <laughs> so I don't know if that's really doing the job, but I just can't put her in the pool. So it sounds like time has changed, but Rita Rudner hasn't. You know, I don't think that's ever going to happen. As I say in my uh, act, this pie is baked. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this pie was baked from the time I was 12. This <laughs> has never changed. And that's what you have to realize. You know, it, I say when, you know, my friend wanted to marry somebody, say, maybe if we get married, he'll change. No! No. You marry the person you're going to marry. That's it. Well, Rita, I think it's great that you're back out on the road. Certainly understand that you took time to take care of the important stuff, like family. I think it's amazing you found a way to balance that with holding residency all these years in Las Vegas, but we're glad to have you back with us. Well, you know, you don't do anything halfway. I wanted to be a mother, and if I'm going to be a mother, I have to be a mother. Yeah. And I love being a mother, and I love my daughter, so I wouldn't... That's the way I think of things. And now, when I go away, I go away for three days, maybe twice a month or something. So, you know, I'm still around. I have to know how she did on her vocabulary test, because I studied with her last night. Spoken like a true mom. Okay, so with Holden residency in Las Vegas and those folks that see you there come in from all over the country, even all over the world, how do you find those audiences different? Never different because it's a, it's a world experience that um, I always was, I'm very conscious about things that happen to me that happen to everybody in the universe because I've worked in Australia and Scotland and England and uh, any place that you, uh, basically any place where they can speak English, I can relate because everybody is in the human condition. Everybody has too many pillows on their bed. <laughs> and, you know, you've got to talk about things like that. You may be the prescription that the world needs right now. I'm, I'm working across the aisle. <laughs> I, I think that you're one <laughs> of the few that is. Comedian. You're one of the few that are then. Yeah. Well, you know, every, there's always some, something that you can find to people and relate to them. And, um... I love it when people laugh. It makes me feel better. It makes them feel better. It's a, a, a cathartic experience. So, Rita, Kix1029 plays songs from the 70s and 80s. I got a feeling you grew up with this stuff, too. What is a favorite song or artist that we would play? Well, that's an interesting question because um, my daughter uh, is, you know, singing songs, and she's, she's a big Joni Mitchell fan. Really? And for, uh, we bought her, uh, oh, what's it called? A mandolin, is it? Yeah. I know, a ukulele. I know, she plays all the instruments, guitar, piano, mandolin. And she's, uh, she's sang California, and it's so beautiful. So I could just listen to Joni Mitchell all day. Rita Rodner joining us from California, where she's wearing a smart skirt. Kind of a royal blue paisley. Gotta love paisley. Yeah, and it's Ralph Lauren, but, you know, I am always suspicious. I think they make a special brand that's cheap, and then it says Ralph Lauren, and I buy it, but I don't <laughs> care. And I wouldn't care if it didn't say. I just like it. Great. I like what I like. I don't care who, who knows what. This is what I like, and this is what I'm going to do. That's what you have to say. Don't care what other people think. Do what you like, and anybody else can take a hike. Yeah, oh, you're, and that's a rhyme. Uh, that's yeah. a, that was an extra bonus that it rhymed. I bet you didn't even know. See, there's a silver lining. Poet and don't know it. Oh, my gosh. Now it's getting a little bit graphic. Well, one of the things as a female comedian I wanted to ask you is if you've seen The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. You know, I don't have that kind of time. Okay. So I missed the first couple episodes or seasons, and I would have to start at season number one. It's the same thing with Game of Thrones. You know, I'm not going to know what's going on or why it's happening. So if I have time... I'll start from the beginning, but it's just too much of a time commitment. But I know everybody loves it, and it's wonderful, and she's wonderful. Well, we're checking out. It goes back to the early days of comedy, Lenny Bruce, and she goes to the Catskills. See, I have to watch it. I just have to. See, I couldn't even finish the Grammys last night. I fell asleep. <laughs> i got to figure it out. She's just this strong female character, and, and she's Jewish, and there's a whole part about going to the Catskills and oh with her gosh, family. Oh, my gosh. I watch it. I loved it. I, I went to the Catskills right 
right before the whole thing just um, fell down. I don't even think they had to bulldoze it. Everything was kind of crumbling at that point. <laughs> so you went to the Catskills as on vacation, or you played it? Um, my family is from that part of the uh, the Catskills. My dad was from a place called Hurleyville, which is in the Catskills. So you played the whole Borscht Belt thing? Yeah, my aunt had a drugstore. My aunt and her husband had a drugstore. They lived above the store. And um, I used to go there all the time. Went, the first time I saw snow was in the Catskills. So, no kidding. Yeah, but then right at the end of, this, uh, of the Catskill era, I played it like two or three times. And I did these jokes. I, you know, I wrote my act, and um, it went okay. And I was walking back to my room, and I heard two women talking to each other. And one said to the other, she was funny, but I didn't know any of those jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the highest praise you can get. They were used to the people going up there doing the same jokes every year, and they would know them. <laughs> and she's funny, but I didn't know any of them. <laughs> so, that That's was, awesome. That's my Catskill story. Rita Rudner this weekend at the Improv. Thank you so much for joining us for a little bit. Well, thank you. You have a wonderful day. I'll see you soon.